Hello, everybody. Live from Los Angeles with another espresso shot for you. It's the Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller, also known as the Icons. There's a sports extravaganza going on, and I'm fiending for more. You need more cowbell. I need more cowbell because it's October, and there is nothing in all of sports like Major League Baseball in October. Okay? Gavin Newsom says, get off the beach and get on the diamond without your mask. Okay? They're outside, at least. They're outside. I'm going to be outside because I'm going to be at the Dodger game because the Dodgers came back as expected and tied that series up. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Was that a uh, what we got the clash of the Titans going on all across baseball? Which one do you want to start with? Well, let's start with the Dodgers. You howl, you shouted them out. Well, the Dodger blue. Big blue. Did they, you they know, ran into in the first they, game. Yeah, they ran into Logan Webb the first so, game who wasn't playing games. Me and Logan there. <laughs> well, you know what he was? He he also wasn't in the strike zone, and the Dodgers were right there with him. The Dodgers loved going out of the strike zone with him, and they, he made them pay. And you have a guy like Buster Posey behind the plate. He's watching, and he understands if the team is going to chase, we're going to keep them chasing. Well, look, until you just enough pitches in the strike zone to keep you <laughs> to keep you honest. Right, and what, what he was doing also was changing speeds. He never missed in the middle of the plate, and he maybe missed once or twice, and they made him – they they didn't never make him pay, but he stayed on the black. He you know he was either up or down. He started getting the outside call early, and he and he wore it out, and he stayed there. And some of them was on the plate, and some of them were off the plate. But he established that, which was the big difference. And then he expanded that by you know he had so much exactly he had so much movement on his pitches, and the 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 more exhausted he got, or he was. The more dance, there the was more movement. Yeah, he had crazy movement. It's hard to square that up with a round ball. <laughs> was. <laughs> and they lost. And Dodger Dodger hitters looked confused. Yes. I mean, Trey Turner looked confused. Cody Bellinger looked confused. Justin Turner looked good as usual, but he couldn't do it alone. And Mookie looked good, but he couldn't do it alone. But cut to the second game, and now we have a different, different party because a couple of their key guys got their mojo back, and they needed it. I mean, bad. Desperately. And I tell you what, I just saw a crazy stat. The Dodgers have won 24 straight starts from either Max Scherzer uh, and Julio Arias. That is crazy. And so what we have here is a situation where the Dodgers, for some reason, give these two dudes run support. And Arias came out and he came out how you needed to come out in a game like this. And he came down and established himself as throwing strikes from the word go. There was no messing around. There was no, you know, there was no games being played. He went right after guys with hard stuff. And he got his own run support. Made his own run support. (laughs) He gave you great Kershaw today. Mm -hmm. Made his own run support. Kept the Dodgers in the game and ahead until they busted it wide open. And it's so key because we could see something very special now because the person who busted it open was Cody Bellinger. It is not a secret, but for some reason, he can't make the adjustment. When Cody Bellinger uses the middle and the opposite side of the field, the Dodgers are very, very hard to beat. When he tries to pull everything and he gives you the softball swing, they actually, he becomes a non-factor and not even just a non-factor. He becomes a liability. Yeah. Well, you also have Trey Turner that's doing the same thing. It looks like the lights are too bright for him. Now I think he got him a knock tonight, but he just, he made the, he, he got a knock and he made a great defensive play, a huge defensive. Play. Yeah. But the problem with that is that, if you can't get their confidence, these guys are confidence-driven guys. So if they don't have their confidence, they're not actually, they almost shouldn't be in the game. 
Uh, it's crazy to say, but you become dead weight when you don't believe in your own self. You know what I'm saying? And Bellinger and, yeah. and Trey Turner look like he's right with him at this point. Needed this game, which was game two, to get the, instill some confidence and maybe they can roll over into the next game. Now, the Giants are not going to roll over. They were the best team in baseball, correct? No way. So you win 107 games. It is not a flip. Yeah. You are the best team in baseball. So you're going to have to play all the way through. I'm, I'm interested to see what Scherzer has on Monday because to me, he, he doesn't pan out to me to be a big game pitcher. He seems to be, he tries too hard at it instead of just relying on his natural. He overthinks yeah, it. Instead of just relying on this stuff and what's gotten him there, in, you know, from the past. So he tries to do more than what is expected. If you try to do that, if you push the issue with that, then you start choking off curveballs and spiking them in the dirt. You overthrow the fastball, which means you don't have control or you groove it down the middle. And so I'm anxious to see if or who is going to show up Monday for the Dodgers as far as pitching. It's going to be interesting to see the Dodgers are super tough at the ravine, which is what we saw in this game that they won in the wild card game. Thank God that Dave Roberts decided to let CT three play. Chris Taylor showed you what time it is. Yeah. For some reason, he still has to lobby to get burned. Um, which to me makes no sense with Max Muncy being out especially. Right. Now, the, we're now in a best of three series with the Dodgers with home field. If you're the Dodgers, you have to feel good about that. But those same crafty KG veterans are not messing around. Brandon Crawford had a couple big knocks tonight. Buster Posey had a big knock tonight. And they're going to be there, and they hit well at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Those guys, they might as well, you know, and then the stadium's going to be packed. It's going to be rocking and rolling. Well, so it's 1-1 in that series. Chris Bryant, I mean, he's a, a perfect fit for San Francisco. I have the, Gi- he's perfect. I have the Giants winning five. I think it's going to go five, and I'm hoping it goes Big Blue's way. Now, on the flip side, a series that I thought would not go five, that I thought would be a sweep, was the Rays and the Red Sox. And somehow or another, the Rays got completely off track after game one, which they dominated. And let's just put it out there. Randy Arroz Compoyo, Rosarena, once again, is the man. Yeah, I mean, this guy has a has a postseason legacy that's been cemented in one postseason and one week. <laughs> it is unbelievable what the kid, what the guy does when they turn the lights on. Yeah, he's giving you some Jackie Robinson type work. And it's unbelievable. Because Come on, man. He stole home. Got him a bomb in the same game. Only him and Jackie Robinson, right? It's serious business. That's serious up there. That's but that's elite company. The Rays' hallmark is that that's a that's a man. That's the district boy. Eighty five vet accent <laughs> Foley. But then now you have. But now you have also a situation down there where the Rays are known for pitching, and they gave up fourteen runs, which is a surprise. Yeah, but they average more runs than anybody in baseball. But they usually hold the other team down. But they gave up. A, 14 is a whopping number to give up. Yeah, and you wonder if Boston shot their, wo- their load, but the, one of the problems is that, you know, I feel like Kevin Cash actually is out thinking himself in a lot of ways because you he went with Colin, which we saw him do last yeah. year in the World Series. You went out there with Colin McHugh, and who else did he come back with after Colin McHugh? Uh, Dave Robertson. No, it wasn't Dave Robertson. It was somebody. It was somebody. He did. Yeah, Dave Robertson. After it wasn't after Mc- Jackson. It wasn't after. It was. It was McHugh. Then this next guy we're trying to figure out. Then David Robertson. Yeah. And these are pretty much journeymen. So he didn't go with his his bread and butter. And that's usually when he has the lead that he does that. But I I still feel like they should be able to beat the Red Sox. And if they can't beat the Red Sox, it's going to be an easy layup for the Houston Astros to get to the World Series.
because the Tampa Bay Rays are the only team that actually in the American League, it looks like that's going to be able to handle somebody like the Houston Astros. I agree, because if we transition over to that Houston Astros series, which now sits at 2-0, they are a problem, man. The kid Kyle Tucker looks like the best hitter in baseball. Uh, you have constant clutch knocks and great at-bats. You watch them, they play, they have great at-bats. From, from youngsters that they bring up, Jake Myers, uh, McCormick. To the vets. Yeah, the, then the vets. Tucker. Yeah, then the, then the vets. Then you got the, the, the batting champion in Goriel that came up with his big knock after, you know, after not getting a hit at all. Number two. Yeah. Number two in batting with Michael Brandon. Yeah, forget about Altuve. And you got the thump. Forget about Jordan Alvarez. Boy, I'm so impressed with Jordan Alvarez. You think he's a long-term veteran the way that he plays a yeah. game now. Very, very comfortable. So, you know, I, you know, I picked them definitely out, like I always do to go to the World Series, though, but it's going to be hard for even the national. And I think that the Giants are more built to beat them than the Dodgers, actually, at this point, because the Dodgers do a bunch of small things wrong that actually catches up with them when they play against a team, when they play against a team like the Astros, you know, like having Chris Taylor in center. And that's not a knock on Chris Taylor, but he's actually more of an infielder than he is an outfielder. So when you when you have those kind of matchups, missing a cutoff or a wrong angle on a throw or letting somebody take an extra base. Now you get the offense, but the defense actually is where, where the difference is like Mookie throwing out um, uh, your boy, Wilmer Flores. Yeah, Wilmer Flores at third base. That's big. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't have been taking third big, base, but that's because he's a prime time. Exactly. Premier outfielder, but you need this from playing his position, playing his position. So when you talk about these other guys like the center fielder who is essential straight up the middle to 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 the team, you need I, I I believe that you need a real center fielder. Now I know that they had to move Bellinger back to first because Muncie got hurt, but you're gonna actually have to figure some kind of workaround. Gotta figure something out. Either Mookie's gotta go to center or AJ Pollock does. Yeah, I would be I, I like CT. I like Chris Taylor out there, but I like him in left, to be honest. Yeah, and, and going back to the Astros series, I would be surprised if Chicago tomorrow could actually win them a game because I agree. It, it's, it's it's just looking like the Grim Reaper is a problem, brother. It looks bad. Everything it doesn't doesn't look. You bad. they score two it's runs, they score like four. They <laughs> uh, this is that's a, it. Just it's just you're overmatched. Yeah, it's Fury and Wilder. So okay, so then we got the final series to talk about are the Braves and the Brewers, which I think is is shaping up to be a really really good series. That looks like that's a five gamer as well. Great parody, and this is why baseball in October is so great to watch. It's, uh, it's just incredible. And, you know, the Braves are somewhat injured, but they went out and reloaded once they got injured, like whatever. And everybody's trying to accommodate for whatever injuries they have, whether it's Brandon Belt, Max Muncy, Acuna, you know, whoever it is that you don't have. And they seem like they've, they've done a lot, uh, you know, to, to at the trade deadline, picking up a former Dodger and Jock Pedersen got him a bomb the other night but the brewers are tough man brewers are tough one through nine and it's going to be interesting to see how that pulls out well the, do you who you like you like the brewers or the braves well i think i'll take the braves for the simple fact that christian yellage is not on point right now he, they've made adjustments on him and it seems like he hasn't been able to make the adjustments on what they've adjusted to him so and, unless he figures this out overnight it, it's the the brewers probably going to be back at home because losing devin williams is big and and they they got to Brandon oh, head move. And they got to Brandon Woodruff. 
So now you're talking about, you know, you have Bort Burns and it's going to be big to see what Peralta can do. And Freddie Peralta. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What Peralta can do. But I saw them having him warm up in the bullpen the other day. So you can't depend on Adrian Hauser. Not that there's anything wrong with Adrian Hauser, but he's not the horses that they have up in the front. So you, it's very important for them when a Brandon Belt is not, I'm not, excuse me, not a Brandon Belt, but a Christian Yellich is not swinging a stick is very important for that pitching to come through. And the Braves actually do enough hitting to get by that. Now, the Braves look like they'll have a more problem if they can make it to that next level. Both of these teams, because I actually felt like the Brewers, until Devin Williams got hurt, because he shortens the game up for them. Because if you can, he sure does. Yeah, you, can, you can get Corbin Burns and you can get Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta go six, maybe seven. And then you can bring in Devin Williams and Josh Hader. That's lights out. That's Compton Long Beach. That's the game. Yeah. You know, you win travel. Yeah. But. Bad driver. Yeah, but now they're, I mean, now you're talking about these guys got to try to stretch it. You're not coming up with big hits. And I mean, now the Braves have home field. Yep. I like the Braves. I like the Rays. I like the Astros. And I like the Dodgers to come out. It's going to be interesting to see where we go from here. Just wanted to come and touch y'all, folks. Just touch him. Touch y'all with a quick espresso shot to let you know we're watching the games. We're thinking about you. And we're going to be back home at SoFi Stadium soon. And get you some lovely content with some lovely guests. As for now, enjoy your weekend and enjoy these games, folks. I'm your host, Omar Miller, and this is the Ozone. Going to leave you with a a quote from Mr. Ryan Holiday. And it is, the extent of the struggle determines the extent of the growth. The obstacle is an advantage, not adversity. The enemy is any perception that prevents us from seeing this. Take advantage of your obstacles, folks. It's a challenge and you can overcome it. Hope that you take care of yourselves. Football Sunday coming up. ASAP fast. Ram time already got their dub. Very happy about that. Anywho, I'm your host, Omar Miller. It's time for me to go to sleep. This is the Ozone. Ozone.